Jiva Mukti Yoga with Jessica Stickler. Welcome to the podcast. If you've been here, thanks so much for your support and for listening. If you're new, this is a practice podcast where I post one class, full-length class, every month for you to practice too. For those of you who travel a lot or who aren't near a Jiva Mukti Yoga studio and love Jiva Mukti Yoga, you're welcome to just keep enjoying it for free, or if you uh, enjoy it and you want to support it, you could go over to my um, Patreon, patreon.com slash yoga stickler, and you could subscribe. Now, if you subscribe for a certain amount, you get some extra videos and extra, you know, extra, extra, extras. But if you even subscribe for like a dollar a month or $2 a month, you won't necessarily see all the extras, but you will um, be showing your support for the podcast by just making that regular contribution. And I really appreciate you either way. You can also share the podcast, tell your neighbors and friends, or write a review on whatever app you happen to be listening to this on. So many ways to support, uh, not, not only financial ways, and um, yeah, lots of love. This is a, uh, a pretty tricky sequence with a, a little bit of arm balancing going on. So um, good luck. the last time you listened to what happens between the ohms so what I find is when it's time to ohm after that first ohm ends oftentimes I'm already like gasping for the second breath I'm already like <gasps> okay ready to go right and I'm readying myself for the next one before the first one has really marinated right um, so let's really take our time this morning. So between ohms, give yourself and each other that sort of spaciousness, just quietly listening, both literally and metaphysically to just sort of whatever, whatever the ohm leaves behind. Like maybe there's some sort of subtle feeling or perception or even just that, even just feeling that sense of spaciousness after the end of the ohm. And then, and then we'll take like a, a generous amount of time to just listen and be, and then we'll like ohm again eventually, right? <laughs> Promise. <laughs> Oh. 
notice um, a lot of us tend to put a lot more emphasis on the O part. Let's try a few more, but let's try to put a little more emphasis on the mm part, right? So like at least halfway, at least halfway, yeah? And just see if that changes the sort of inner experience, that inner silence. Noticing what you are aware of in your experience, either physical changes or changes in the mind. Even I can still feel actually a little bit of the ghost of the vibration of on my lips from making all that sound. If you didn't feel any difference at all, that's okay too. The idea is to sit in relationship to our experience. So in this case, there's no right or wrong experience. There's us in relationship to that experience. Swami Nirmalananda is a main teacher of Sharon Gannon and David Life, who are the co-founders of Jivamukti Yoga. And Swami Nirmalananda lived uh, by himself in southern India in a little hut with a deer named Bambi. That's the short version. <laughs> that's, the, that's the elevator pitch for <laughs> Swami Nirmalananda. He also, he also um, is the reason that Lokasa Maska Sukhino Bhavantu is the sort of main mantra of Jivamukti Yoga. And he practiced a spiritual practice of silence. Uh, in Sanskrit, it's called mauna. He practiced silence for 11 years, meaning no speaking. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I'll just read a little snip from his uh, book here. It is wonderful to watch everything in nature, establishing our right relationship with all. The beauty of the land, the flowing river, the high mountains, the beautiful valleys, the thick forest, the stretching meadows, varieties of birds, trees, plants, animals, and human beings. Such a variety. But such a delightful vision of beauty, a sense of wonder and exhilarating joy can be felt only when we see things with the heart behind our eyes. When the mind is totally silent and the self or the will is absent, a mind which is suppressed and controlled will not be silent and peaceful. It would be like forcibly opening a flower bud to dis and destroying the texture and fragrance. By means of self-awareness alone, the mind should be merged in perfect silence. So he's said a lot there and we'll handle it, but the idea, right, like when we're, um, when we are in relationship with, I think nature is a great example, right? Because when you're sort of watching a, a sunset or when you're in some sort of beautiful moment of nature, I think most of our natural inclinations is to just quietly take it in and be in relationship with that moment, right? And so there are many ways to sort of like practice mauna or practice silence in um, our lives. And, and I would say, you know, one place to start is just to start investigating our relationship with the opposite of silence, right? Like <laughs> I was thinking about it on the way here this morning. I was thinking about how even as a meditator and a yoga teacher and whatever, I was thinking about how much of my day I automatically fill with sound, right? If I'm eating, maybe I turn on the news. When I'm washing dishes, I maybe t um, turn on a podcast. When I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm always kind of filling that space with something. And I'm not saying that watching TV is bad or podcasts are bad or TikTok is bad. I'm not, please don't read, read it that way. But, but I guess the, I guess the question becomes whenever I'm taking up sort of any activity, is it, is it turning me sort of away from my experience or is it turning me more towards my inner experience? Like to, to what extent is my podcast addiction, <laughs> um, uh, uh, moving me away from or like helping me to avoid or distance myself from my own thoughts and experience, right? And he, and he even says this interesting thing here. A mind which is suppressed and controlled will not be silent and peaceful, meaning that even, even if we are using meditation to control or suppress or avoid our relationship with our thoughts, that's also not turning us towards an experience of the self, right? So 
you know, even at the surface level, it's not, it's not the action itself is, is this action making me more attuned to my experience or is it helping me move away, you know? Anyway, let's come into downward facing dog. I was thinking about also how much I love the silence when I go snorkeling and when my ears are under the water and I'm just with the fishes <laughs> and nothing else, no other distractions, just me under the sea. <laughs> So maybe you can also think of um, a good experience of silence, like a positive experience of silence, <coughs> and how uh, how that can actually bring us to be more present, more in tune with ourselves. You could turn up the sound of the breath, increase the volume of the sound of the breath in order to kind of bring that silence, right? Maybe, maybe the sound of the breath can even help to kind of quiet the noise of the mind a little bit. With your inhale, come on forward to a plank. Exhale, lower the knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit all the way back towards the feet, and then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, forward into a plank. Exhale, lower halfway down, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Walk the feet forward towards the hands and fold forward over the legs. There are other ways to practice Mauna. One doesn't have to take an 11 year vow of silence in order to practice it, right? You could designate certain quiet times in your day, whether it be meditation or, you know, even even yoga class, right? Because we're kind of away from our phones, away from the other sort of demands on our on our mind. I have a strict no phone 
vow when I'm eating a meal with someone else. I don't impose it on them. I'm just saying for myself. <laughs> I don't check my phone when I'm taking a meal <laughs> with other people. Walk the feet wider. Bend the knees, come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. So those are just little ways that I've constructed to set some like, you know, boundaries around my sort of in intake <laughs> of communication that you could kind of construct your own around that idea. Bring the hands down to the floor, raise the hips up and fold forward. Bring the feet and legs all the way together. Bring the hands onto the waist and lift all the way upright to a standing position. Arms alongside the body. Inhale, reach the arms up overhead, hands pressed together, look up. Exhale, fold all the way forward, hands to the earth. Inhale, halfway lift to prepare. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale for two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Breathe in. And breathe out for four. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step feet to hands. Exhale to fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up. Exhale, release the arms again. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold all the way forward. Inhale, prepare, look forward. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale. Exhale, two. Breathe in. And breathe out, three. Inhale. Exhale, four, breathe in, breathe out, bend the knees, inhale, feet to hands, exhale to fold forward, inhale, stand up, reach the arms up, exhale, release the arms, one more, inhale, reach up, exhale, fold forward. Inhale, prepare. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Breathe in. And breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. And breathe in. Breathe out, four, inhale. Exhale, bend the knees, look forward. Inhale, hop or step, feet to hands. 
exhale to fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms all the way up. Exhale, release the arms. Inhale, hook thumbs, reach arms forward and up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands together and fold. Inhale, hands to the floor, step the right foot back to lunge. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale to plank. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward, cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit all the way back towards the feet, and then extend the legs. Inhale, right foot steps forward. Exhale, left foot next to right foot, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands together and fold. Inhale, hands touch down, step the left foot back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale to plank. Exhale, lower knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward, cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet, and then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right foot next to left foot, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Inhale, deeply bend the knees, reach the arms overhead, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, right foot forward, left heel down, reach up, warrior one. Exhale, hands down, step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward face. Exhale, downward face. Inhale, left foot forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands down, step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Again, both sides. Inhale, right foot steps forward. Virabhadrasana, one. Exhale, hands down, step back and lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, step the left foot forward, reach up. Vira, one. Exhale, hands to the floor, slowly lower. Inhale, move forward. Exhale, go back, hold, breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. Four. Inhale. 
Exhale, bend the knees, look forward. Inhale, hopper, step feet to hands. Exhale to fold forward. Inhale, deeply bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Separate the feet just a few inches apart only, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift up the chest and arch back. Exhale, fold all the way forward. Reach down, grab hold of the big toes with the peace sign fingers of the hands. Inhale a breath. Exhale, fold forward, pull the face more towards the space between the knees. One, keep breathing. Two, good. Inhale, look forward, lift the head and the chest. Slide the palms of the hands underneath the soles of the feet. And as you exhale, fold forward again, head goes down. If the knees are still bent, okay, so be it. Keep breathing. Three. With your inhale, look forward, release the hands out from under the feet. Heel toe the feet about as wide as the width of the mat or so, more or less depending on the length of your legs. Bend the knees, come back into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. Now this time I'm gonna reach my left arm in front of my left leg, but watch what I do first. I'm gonna slide from the elbow, I'm gonna slide the knee higher up towards the back of the upper arm. Yes, so the back of the knee is as close to the back crease of the armpit as possible. Press that left hand down, reach the right arm up and back, gazing towards right hand. Good, you're welcome to stay just like this. Otherwise, you could bend the right arm around behind the back. You're welcome to stay like this, one arm behind the back, or you could wrap the left arm around behind and make a bind here. Two, three. Good, okay, press the left hand down, right arm reaches up, backtracking, and then exhale, hands together at the center. Same thing on the right side, we're gonna slide the knee from approximately where the elbow is, more up towards the armpit, Left arm reaches up and back. Good, either stay like this or take the left arm behind the back. Either stay like this or both arms behind the back to bind. Good, backtracking now, right hand down, left arm up. Exhale, hands together at the center of the chest. Bring the hands down to the floor, raise the hips up and fold forward. Let your head hang down for a moment. Bring the feet about halfway closer together from where they are now. Walk the hands forward maybe 10 or 12 inches. Press the hands all the way flat down into the floor, even if it means bending your knees to make it happen. Now keep your hands pressing down, lift your heels as high up as you possibly can. 
Now bring both knees to touch the back corners of both armpits. Yes, or as high up the back of the upper arm as you possibly can. Start to shift the weight forward into the hands. Your feet may stay on the floor today, or you may pick up one foot at a time, or maybe both feet at a time for crow pose. Good, feet on the floor, sit on the floor, and then lay down on your back. Shavasana. <laughs> we have a bit more to do, but anyway, bend both knees into the chest. Reach both arms straight up to the ceiling and extend your wrists back so you can see the tops of your hands and fingernails. That's it, spread the fingers out. Bring your knees as high up the backs of the upper arms as possible. That's it, now lift your head and lift your shoulder blades off the floor. Push your hands up to the ceiling like you're trying to do a crow pose on the ceiling. Bring the big toes towards each other and try to squeeze the heels closer to your buttocks and feel all the muscles that are happening right now. This is it, this is your crow pose. <laughs> okay, hug your knees into your chest. Rock forward on the spine. And rock all the way back. And rock forward. And rock back. And as you rock forward, bring so much weight into your feet that you can lift your butt slightly off the floor. And then rock so much back that you can touch the floor with your toes. Good. Keep going until you can rock yourself all the way into a standing forward fold. Yeah. And then once again, let's try crow pose. So hands flat on the floor. Wrap the knees around the outer creases of the armpits even, as high up the backs of the upper arms as you can. Using that same experience that we just experienced on our back, see if you could squeeze your heels towards your buttocks. Yeah, toes together, heels towards buttocks. Head is lifting. Yeah, head should be lifting somewhat. Yeah, mm, mm-hmm, here we go. Yeah, and then wherever you are, hop, step, or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward, turn the back heel down, reach up, warrior one. Exhale, open to the side. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, reach to the right for triangle, trikonasana, right hand down, left arm up for one. Two, good, breathe in, breathe out, three. With your inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, bend the right knee, warrior two. A lot of us could stand to move the feet a little farther apart, so your warrior two stance is a little longer than the triangle. Good, and then try to get that right thigh to become even more parallel to the floor. Four, yeah, great. Arms, yeah, beautiful, keep breathing. Three. 
Good. With your inhale, cartwheel the hands to the floor. Frame the front foot. Exhale, straighten the front leg. You could inch the back foot in a small bit if you need to. Inhale, look forward. Exhale to fold forward. Head goes down. Push the right foot forward and down like you're trying to leave a footprint indent in your yoga mat. Inhale, bend the right knee, hands to the floor. Step right into a plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward, Virabhadrasana one, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, straighten left leg. Exhale, reach to the left, Trikonasana one. Two, good, go for two straight legs here, three. Inhale to stand all the way upright. Exhale, bend the left knee, Virabhadrasana two. Stay, good. Hover the right knee directly, uh, left knee directly over the left ankle. Stretch the arms, lengthen the arms. Three. Good, with your inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, bend the left knee. Cartwheel the hands to the floor either side of your left foot. Straighten the left leg. Adjust the back foot a little bit if you need to. Inhale, look forward. And exhale, fold forward. Parsvottanasana. One. Good. That's it. Two. Yeah, a little bit more. You can do it. Straighten, 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 straighten. Oh, yes. Inhale, bend the left knee, hands to the floor, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, straighten the right leg for a moment. Exhale, bend the right knee, warrior two. Inhale, reverse warrior. Reach the right arm up and back. Stay there. See that the right knee stayed over the right ankle. Sometimes it wants to kind of travel back there with you. Good. Almost no weight in the back hand. The left hand lightly touches the leg. Four. Four. Good. With your inhale, straighten the right leg. Keep reaching to the back of the room. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand outside of the right foot and reach the left arm all the way over the left ear for extended side angle. One. Mm -hmm. Two, keep turning the middle of your chest towards the middle of the wall we're facing. Three. Four. Five. Inhale, both hands down, plank. Exhale, Chaturanga. 
Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Reach up, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, open to the side. Inhale, straighten the left leg. Scooch the feet a little bit wider. Exhale, bend the left knee. So warrior two in the legs. And then inhale, reach up and back, reversing the warrior. Stay here. Keep breathing. Two. Good. That's it. Deep breathing. Exaggerate the breath. Good. Four. Again, the breath has a sound to it. So the breath sort of taking over the um, oral sense. Inhale, straighten the left leg, keep reaching back. Exhale, bend the left knee. Set the left hand outside of the left foot. Right arm reaches over right ear. Extended angle. One, two, Inhale, both hands touch down, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, step the right foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, open to the side. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. This time, place right hand on the instep side of the right foot. Left arm reaches straight up for this one. That's it, good. Lean the right shoulder back against the right knee. So you're almost pushing the right knee like a millimeter more towards the blanket side of the room. Good. With your next inhale, bring the left hand down to the floor next to the right hand. Spin the left heel away from the floor so that the toes face forward. Look forward, spread the chest. You can walk the hands, one whole handprint or even two whole entire handprints more forward. And then you can either stay on straight arms or you can start to bend the elbows in the direction of the floor or you could be anywhere in between straight elbows and elbows touching the floor. For this one, lift your head, try to look uh, somewhat forward, stretch the back leg as much as possible and squeeze the right knee more towards the right shoulder. Good, okay, walk the hands back under the shoulders. And now we're gonna reset the right foot right behind the right hand. So my toes are kind of touching behind my wrist, yeah? Now keep your right knee touching your right upper arm. See if by pushing your hands down so much you could lift the right foot up and squeeze your right heel towards your right buttock. One, mm-hmm. Try to keep the arms as straight as you can. They might bend a little, but try. And then set your foot back down where it came from, right behind the right wrist. Don't worry, we'll try it again. 
Okay, lift the right foot up and squeeze the right heel towards the right buttocks. Squeeze, squeeze. Especially feel the energy of the heel moving towards the glute. Good, and then set the right foot back down where it came from. Last times, lift the foot up. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Arms as straight as you can make them. This time, take it all the way back to downward dog. Ooh, other side. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, open to the side. Inhale, straighten the left leg for a moment. Exhale, bend the left knee. Left hand goes inside of left foot. Right arm reaches straight up. One. Mm -hmm. Lean the back of the left arm into the left knee. Two. Good. Bring the right hand down next to the left hand. Spin the right heel up away from the floor. Look forward. Walk the hands one or even two whole hand prints forward. You can stay on straight arms or you can start to bend the elbows in the direction of the floor. For this variation, let's practice looking slightly forward, like at least towards the fingertips, if not more. For this variation, try to open up the back of the right knee even higher to the ceiling. Keep squeezing that left shoulder in towards the, uh, no, left knee into left shoulder, rather. Okay, hands to the floor. Walk the hands back under the shoulders. Move the left foot back, replace it so that it's right behind the left hand. And then try to keep the arms straight. They might bend a little, but try. And then lift the left foot away from the floor and hold and hold and hold and then try to set the foot right back down where it came from. <sighs> okay, here we go again. Lift the foot up and hold and squeeze and squeeze and squeeze and then set the foot back down where it came from. <sighs> Last times, here we go. Lift your foot up and hold. This time, go all the way back to downward facing dog. I'm afraid it's going to get a little harder before it gets easier. <laughs> okay. Bring the right knee to the floor between the hands, the knee. Uh, but we're going to set up for, we're going to do something a little weird. So, I found in the course of practicing this, I found that if I turn my hands a little bit backwards and walk them a little wider, that I have a better success rate here. <laughs> Head down. Try to now start with your left toes tucked under. You'll have a better uh, head start there. And then see if you could lift your left leg up, hold it there for a moment, and then slowly bring it back down to the floor. Good, lift your leg, hold and squeeze, squeeze at the top, squeeze at the top, squeeze at the top, and then slowly release down. Do that three more times on this side. Lift and squeeze, squeeze. No, don't tuck your toes, leave your toes there. 
And then when you're done, reset your legs for a regular pigeon. So walk the left foot back a little and fold forward. Give yourself a little break here. Okay, walk the hands back under the shoulders. Step all the way back downward facing dog. Bring the left knee forward between the hands. Mm -hmm. And then I like to turn my hands around. No, you can sit more back though. Yeah, not so high. And then uh, forehead towards the floor, forehead towards the floor. Bend your elbows. You can take them wider, but go forward. But your hips were too high on the first side, yeah? Okay, so try it here. Tuck your right toes under. Lift your right leg as high as you can. Squeeze it, I know. See, it's so much harder. <laughs> squeeze, that's it. And then slowly release it down. Lift and squeeze. And slowly release down. Lift and squeeze. And do two more on your own. And then when you're done with your five on this side, reset for a regular relaxed pigeon, <laughs> a nice pigeon. <laughs> Okay, walk the hands back under the shoulders. Step all the way back, downward facing dog. Okay, showtime, showtime. Here we go. <laughs> Bring the knees to the floor. Set the right foot behind the right hand, just like we practiced a moment ago. Then, same thing, you're gonna lift your right foot up, squeeze your right knee towards your right elbow, and then bend the elbows. Bend the elbows a lot like chaturanga and look to the right. Bend the elbows like 90 degrees, and then straighten the arms. Again, bend the elbows, lean forward into it, and straighten the arms. Third time's a charm. Make sure that that right knee is staying touching the right upper arm. Even weight is going into the right upper arm. And straighten. <laughs> Come back to hands and knees. Don't worry, that's what learning is all about, right? Like, it's, you know, it can't possibly come out perfectly every single time. <laughs> okay. Step the left foot right behind the left wrist. The back knee is gonna stay comfortably down for a moment. Lift the left heel up, 
as you bend the elbows, shift the weight forward, 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 forward. Let the weight of the left leg rest against the left arm and then straighten your arms. Two more times, bend. And straighten and bend. And straighten hands and knees. Okay, right foot behind the right hand again. Same start, same way to start. So lift your right foot up, bend the elbows, carry your chest forward like a chaturanga. This time, tuck the left toes under, start by lifting the left knee away from the floor, and then lean so far forward that you can lift the left foot away from the floor. That's it, squeeze, 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 squeeze. You got it, you got it. Okay, relax, relax, relax. Oh goodness. <laughs> Don't panic. Online folks, I'm having some trouble with the second camera, so I'm gonna do my best with the camera we've got. I hope we can work it together. So, the first thing, the first thing I notice is that when you go to bend, when you go to bend your elbows, if you're simply bending, the chest, you see how the chest goes straight down? If that's happening, I will never get enough weight out of my back leg to be able to float it off the floor. So watch how forward my chest has to go actually. My chest is so forward and then even more forward to start to get the back foot off the floor. Second thing, I don't think there's any scenario when, where I could convince myself to go as forward as I need to go while looking straight down at the floor because all my brain, because my brain just goes into survival mode and it's like, no, you can't go any farther forward. You, then your nose will hit the floor. <laughs> So, I do find it helpful to look towards the forward leg. So if that's the left leg, I'm gonna look towards where the left leg is pointing instead of looking straight down and having a staring match with the floor. Other questions that I didn't already cover before we do the other side? Perfectly clear and transparent, <laughs> okay. Wonderful, what are the chances? So go ahead and come into hands and knees. Okay, step the left foot behind the left wrist. Pick up your foot off the floor. Squeeze your leg into your arm. Look to the left, look to the left. Bring the chest forward, 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 forward. When the chest comes far enough forward, you can tuck the right toes under and practice lifting the right knee off the floor first and then maybe the foot lifts off the floor. The only thing harder than doing this one is saying it, ekapada kundinyasana. <laughs> okay, if you feel like you're on the verge of a breakthrough, and you need like a few extra seconds to explore that, by all means, feel free to do that. If you're like totally over it and you hope we never have to look at that ever again, 
<laughs> then come into downward dog. Good, bending the knees, look forward. <laughs> Hop or step feet to hands. Don't worry, take your time. Take your time. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up. Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Bend the knees, reach the arms up. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the right side. Hook your left arm outside of your right leg. Twisting erases all. <laughs> it's a yoga joke, never mind. Not funny, Jessica. Okay. <laughs> Bend the knees even more deeply. Reach the left hand down. Try to press the left hand either into the floor or into a block and reach the right arm up. Then start to slowly peel the left heel away from the floor and step the left foot back for standing spinal twist. If you find that you're having better balance and better twisting with the hands in prayer, then by all means, go back to a hands in prayer. Otherwise, the arms could be open. Good. Stay in your twist. Step forward, feet together. Stay in your twist, palms of hands pressed together. Keep the knees bent. Reach the arms up to the center. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Inhale, bend the knees. Reach the arms up. Exhale, hands to prayer. Twist to the left side. Good. One. Knees together. Knees side by side together. Two. Good. Notice if the kneecaps start to swivel to the left. Keep them pointing straight ahead, front and center. Bend the knees even more now. Reach down with the right hand to touch the floor or a block. Left arm reaches up. Start to peel the right heel away from the floor and step back, standing spinal twist. So again, your choice. You could move the hands back into a prayer or keep the arms open. One. Good. Stay in your twist. Step forward. Feet together. Stay in your twist. Hands together. Keep the knees bent. Inhale. Reach up to the center. Exhale. Stand up and release the arms. Step the left foot back. Right foot is forward. Both legs straight. Both heels down. Reach the left arm up. Place the left hand all the way across to the right side of the right foot for rotated triangle. Right hand could be on your waist or you could reach the right arm up. One, good. Good, inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, step forward, feet together. Step the right foot back now. Right arm reaches up, other side. 
Exhale, take the right hand all the way forward and down. Rotated triangle. With an inhale, lift all the way up. Exhale, step forward, feet together. Inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale to prepare. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog, knees to the floor, child's pose. So we've reached the portion of the practice uh, devoted to inversion practice. For today, you're welcome to practice any combination of handstand, forearm stand, headstand, or even a little bit of all three. Since we've been on our hands an extra amount today, it might be my like personal choice to start on either forearm stand or headstand just to give my hands and wrists a little break, but that's between you and your wrists. <laughs> if you're not sure what to do, or if you're not sure how to do, <laughs> let me know. We'll get you started on something. Yeah, you can move to the wall, sure. You could go like right here between. Mm -hmm. Good. Oh, yeah. Take it easy. Yeah, maybe don't. Yeah, maybe skip things if it's spazzy. <laughs> How are you doing? You want to try something or are you good to like chill for today? Not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So often, if that's the case, then oftentimes we're not pushing hard enough with the arms. So, for example, see if you can see it when I do it, right? If I put my head down and I let my shoulders sink down, that's what's gonna hurt my head. So instead, I've gotta concentrate on pushing the arms down so much that it actually gives me more space 
in my neck. So even if you were to keep the feet down today and just work on making the arms really strong, that could be a good place to start. Yeah, and if you're like, when you're resting, if you're coming down because your head and your neck hurt, that's what we don't want. But if you're coming down to rest because your arms are getting a little fatigued, that's a sign we're on the right track. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, actually, I would even start higher up on your head, like put, like if you were a unicorn and you had a unicorn horn, put this part of the head instead of this. Yes. Okay, keep your feet right there. Lift your knees up. Amazing. Straighten your legs a little bit more. Yep. And then see if you can push your arms down so hard that your shoulders start to lift. Oh, but not so hard that your head comes up. Yeah. Can you make your elbows a little narrower? Yeah, perfect. It's, yeah, it should be like 97% arms and then like a little, just a little pressure on the crown of the head, yeah. If you're still working on something, strategize your way out of it. So like if you have something with two sides, of course, finish in a symmetrical way. And then eventually finding your way back to child's pose. Good, and then lay down on the abdomen. Bring the arms behind the back and lace the fingers together into one fist. Press the feet down, lift the head, chest, and arms up. Good, and exhale, release on down. Let's do that one again. Clasp the fingers together. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, and legs. And slowly release on down. Good. Bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, knees for Dhanurasana. One, two, three, good. Four. Exhale, release on down. Good. One more like that, bend the knees. Reach back, catch hold of the ankles. 
Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, knees, one, two, good, Alice, see if you can lift your knees up a little higher, yes, and slowly release down, turn all the way over onto the back. Feet on the floor. Lift the hips up and interlock the hands behind the back into one fist. Separate the hands, release the back down to the floor. You can, of course, continue with the one we've just done. Otherwise, if you'd like to move it into a full back bend, Urdhva Dhanurasana, place the hands on the floor either side of the head. And then with the inhale, go ahead, lift up either of the two back bends. Chin to the chest, slowly release on down. Keep the feet on the ground for now. Again, place the hands and feet. Everybody lift up either of the two back bends. One. Chin to the chest, slowly come on down. Feet stay grounded. One more. Place hands and feet. And lift on up. into the chest, slowly come down, hug the knees into the chest. Bring both knees all the way over to the left side of the body.
Let's bring the knees on up to the center and then go the other way. Knees all the way to the right side. up to the center come on up to a seated position sit upright you could stay facing the direction you're facing just straighten both legs out flex the feet and fold forward Paschimottanasana Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Bend the left knee into the chest. Open the left knee to the side. Reach for the right foot, Janu Shirshasana. lifting all the way upright switch the legs and fold other side Lift all the way upright, straighten both legs out in front of you. Bend both knees into the chest. Open the knees out to the sides, feet together. Hold onto the ankles and go forward. Baddha Konasana. Lift all the way upright and then go ahead and lay down on your back. You can keep the shape of the legs the same for now. So you could stay like this. You could stay in Baddha Konasana or you could practice shoulder stand. 
Salamba Sarvangasana. If you're not sure what to do or how to do it, again, let me know. If you're in shoulder stance, start to come into plow, halasana. And then rolling onto the back. If you were practicing shoulder stand, come into fish, matsyasana. into the chest and release down and then uh, go ahead and roll to one side and come on up to a seated position. There will be an opportunity for Shavasana, I promise. But for today, we'll start in meditation. So the Swami Nirmalananda says, very interesting thing here. Uh, he he uh, likens trying to control the mind uh, to this metaphor of like trying to forcibly open a flower bud, right? Doesn't it's not the natural order of things. It's you know it's pushing something before it's ready to. Um, to happen. So similarly with meditation, you really can't kind of expect to force the mind uh, into it. It's 
um, another metaphor that could be used is like you can um, you can like make your bed and you can turn off the lights and you can close the blinds and you can set everything up well for sleep, but then you can't like will yourself to sleep. It happens or it doesn't, right? If we set the right conditions. So setting up a good seat is part of the process. And then uh, do your best to relax, be still. So at first, we're, we're looking for the natural moment where there's a suspension of thought or a little space between one thought and the next. Look for those spontaneous moments of silence in the mind. And with cultivation and practice and experience, it will, those spaces will naturally get longer in duration and be easier to sort of drop into. You're welcome to stay in meditation if you're choosing to move into Shavasana. Try to do it as quietly and deliberately as you can so as to not disrupt those who are staying in meditation.
in Shavasana slowly, quietly, comfortably. Take the time to wake the body up, but then make your way into a seated position. Thank you all so much for making time for practice on this beautiful, fabulous day. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Ruth is teaching this coming Sunday, so definitely come to class. And then I'll be back the Sunday after. So definitely come to class.